0: back to the Liba Business Hour on 937 the ticket and the TicketFM.com. This segment sponsored by Integrated Behavioral Health Services Welcome back to the Liba hey. Business Hour This segment is sponsored by Integrated Behavioral Health Services, building a stronger, healthier community through advocacy, inclusion, perseverance, unity, and compassion. Learn more at IBHealthServices.com. Well, Nick, this is the segment that in the storied history of the Liba Business Hour is probably my dumbest scheduling move (laughs) because I brought in a radio legend. To be my guest, welcome to my good friend John Baylor, bud radio legend.
1: Now, that sounded like David Byrne and Talking Heads, that intro music (laughs) and the theme to Wall Street, one of my favorite movies. That is a good movie. Why? I like the original. Yeah, I don't even know if there was a second one, they remade it. uh, Charlie Sheen, you just have to take your eyes off him. Otherwise, it's a great movie. You know, after that
0: movie, I wanted to be a stockbroker. Really? Yeah, I could see that. That was my that was my thing, and then uh, I became a. Well, I got a degree to teach business, and well, kaboom,
1: not a business teacher either.
0: So. Well,
1: that genre movie always gets me. Yeah. Wolf on Wall Street was too much. Yes. Uh, I I felt like I needed a shower for you know, every <laughs> and hour. a lot of hand <laughs> sanitizer yeah. yeah. afterwards. But, uh, that whole, you know, that I uh, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross Wall Street, uh, that what's that one bullpen or with uh, Ben Affleck and see you're that, more of a movie guy that, than I that am. That genre I'm... when the, you know the guys in the sales, oh yeah, you know, uh, hammering and home he's trying to sell, smile and dial. Speaking of selling, yes,
0: John Baylor has an amazing business that he has built and created uh, called On to College. And I always love hearing John's promotions because he talks about things like hammer the grammar and the path is through math. And (laughs) he's got all these catchy catchphrases. So, first of all, just tell us and tell our listeners what is On to College? What is your mission and what is it that you do?
1: Our mission is we help families and schools create two- and four-year college graduates with minimal debt.
0: That's awesome.
1: But... We work primarily with schools, we certainly have a lot of families that work with us, and we certainly serve and prom- kids who are interested in going to the trades, and kids who also want to go to the military. So we really promote those four outcomes post high school, two or four year college degree, minimal debt, military, and the trades. So the name on to college suggests we only cater college bound, four year college bound, super ambitious kids. But we really work with all types to motivate and really uh, help them jump their scores, which can be life-changing, but also really help the cultures of our high schools. High schools have so many challenges these days. And here in Nebraska, I say we are very fortunate. We've got terrific high schools. I I think of maybe eight to ten states in the country that would frankly trade their public high schools for ours at most, by the way. Anyway... Uh, they have so many challenges, and re- what can really assist is uh, augmenting, improving, strengthening their cultures. So we do that. We try to do that as well. So what are the things
0: that you do to, act, to, to be able to achieve that? What types of
1: activities do you do? Mainly, I know, because one of my daughters did it, so... <laughs> Well, our test prep courses are the, the primary way we do it. So we have a online ACT and an online SAT prep course. We've got pre-ACT and, and PSAT prep courses. We've got middle school matters online courses. Again, to really try to infuse a future-focused culture with our clients, our, these schools that we work with, our partner schools. But we also, here in Lincoln Omaha, as I happen to live here, have live classes, which your daughter was kind enough to take, and hopefully she's recovered from the emotional trauma. <laughs> well,
0: by- I can tell take- You this, she's got a great scholarship to go to the greatest institution of higher learning in the state of Nebraska next year.
1: Kaboom, which of course is named. University of
0: Nebraska Carney lopes up, baby.
1: (laughs) You're a proud alumnus.
0: Damn straight, baby.
1: Nice work. Great value.
0: I'm a loper. I so I started the my freshman year in college. Yes. Was the last incoming class to start at Kearney State College. Nice. And the summer after uh, was when, it, when, the, yeah, okay. when Kearney State College accepted the University of Nebraska and its other institutions into our system to upgrade the level of the University of Nebraska system.
1: That's why you want good state legislators to represent you because yes. that was all handled the unicameral <laughs> by yes. Carney legislatures who realized we don't want to be left out of the university system so exactly. and it's really helpful
0: well and we up the level of the university's profile yeah. i mean that's my opinion anyway which is why it was a
1: wise move <laughs> uh, and your, your diploma is worth even more exactly but it's a great value unk about fifty five hundred kids you get a 30 on your act or higher it should be free tuition But even without free tuition, you get partial discounts thanks to a 23, 25, 27 on your ACT. And and if you're from out of state, and I know you've got a huge global listenership, they basically give you in state uh, costs for bordering states. It's a great value. That place should be just packed with kids. Hey, when I was a
0: baseball coach at UNK. Nice. I don't know if you remember that, Uh... JB. I was a baseball coach at UNK, Nick. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Pitching coach? No. First they didn't, base, let, they didn't coach. let me touch the pitchers. I worked with the outfielders, uh, the nice. first baseman, and hitters. But so here's the thing. When I was coaching there, we were able to – we were in the RMAC, but we were able to go into the front range of Colorado. At that time, the only Division I baseball in the state of Colorado was Air Force Academy. Mm. And the schools in Colorado were
1: pricey. Yeah, oh yeah. Carney still, still was hard. not. Yes.
0: But we were able to give them an out-of-state tuition waiver. Yeah. And all they had to do – now, this is, this is back in the early 90s, mm-hmm. early to mid-90s. All they had to do to get an out-of-state waiver was a, two letters, and it could be a coach, a principal, a counselor, or a teacher that said, Johnny is a good guy. He's committed to academics, yada, yada, yada. Submit them. We got those two letters, and you went from paying out-of-state tuition at UNK to paying in-state tuition, which is a great scholarship when you have 3.5 full-ride equivalents as a baseball team. Mm -hmm. So we were able to bring in a ton of kids from the front. I was in the front range all the time recruiting, and then we brought in a bunch of kids from Otero Junior College. So holy – this segment was not supposed to be about UNK, but – Go Lopers. No, the, the, uh,
1: the people who think the college is too expensive don't know how to lower the price. And a huge way to do it is to increase your ACT or SAT score. So that's what we try to make sure it happens. So talk about your classes that you do.
0: I mean, you have the online component, obviously, and you have the in-person here in Lincoln and Omaha. What are the things that you're doing in that college? Or in that class, excuse me.
1: Well, it's about 15% motivational. It's about 15% test-taking tips, but it's about 70% content. You can't just sort of get everyone fired up and, uh, and get them ready to run through walls, but uh, they don't really know the area of a circle or the circumference of a circle formula or whether it's between you and me or between you and I. I mean, you got to have the basics. So we teach the basics primarily, but also we want to motivate these kids Make them recognize how important this is. You got to engage kids if you want good academic outcomes. And then we give them test-taking skills that are broadly applicable on all sorts of diagnostic tests. Whether in their in their future, Series Sevens, trades folks have all sorts of diagnostic tests they have to take. So uh, it's, it's it's a really valuable class.
0: I think one of the one of the outcomes that I saw with our daughter was, I think she wasn't sure what it was going to be like and i think it really helped her to understand okay what's this test going to be like what are what what are we what can i expect and i think that helps lower some of the, mm-hmm. the stress that comes sure. along with that because i think sometimes kids come in and it's like okay take out a number 2 pencil maybe they don't do that anymore but i'm old enough that we used to do that but it's like take out a number 2 pencil and then like here's this bible you're yeah. going to go through this bible and yeah. you're going to do this and you're going to do this and i think it kind of helps that, too. I think it well, really
1: lets them know what to expect. Test anxiety is real. And I think the antidote to that is simplifying and clarifying everything. So our entire curriculum is eight pieces of paper. So there's no Bible. There's no, like, four inches thick of content you're supposed to wade through. So we do that by design. And furthermore, our, our live class, at least, is five two-and-a-half-hour sessions. So 12-and-a-half hours of your life. There's a little bit of homework as well, but it's, you, you don't have to quit the swim team to yeah. take our course. And the, the worst thing you can do if you want to attack test anxiety is to complicate and to intimidate, because all that does is reinforce that test anxiety. So again, we simplify everything. I try to crack a bunch of jokes, keep it light. JB's got good jokes, I'll just tell you that. <laughs> and make them realize that all this stuff can be mastered in a short amount of time. For example, we have uh, condensed all grammar down to 19 grammar rules. Now, English teachers are thinking, nineteen grammar rules, blasphemy, there's more to grammar than that. True, but not much, and it's not on the test. So, again, that's my, my whole focus is to simplify, have fun, crack jokes, get kids confident, and they go in there and they crush the test. So, now, you mentioned
0: something I learned about your business today, and that's the middle school component, you said something about middle school, and it piqued my interest for a couple reasons. Number one, because I've not heard of it before. Number two, I have a daughter starting middle school in about a month. And so what
1: is this middle school thing that you're doing, and how does that work? We call it middle school matters because from my vantage point, working with schools for about 30 years, it seems like our middle schools uh, is, is a are, are years when the academics could be more rigorous. And what can happen... Homo sapiens are creatures of their immediate environments, expectations. And what can happen sometimes in middle school is that uh, kids don't have much homework. There's not a ton of future focus. And suddenly there's this cliff effect when they hit 10th, 9th grade and they go to high school, especially if they want to get into like an AP track or an IB track. So this is to really remind them, whoa, no, middle school still counts. No college is ever going to see these grades. But the next middle school student who's got straight C's, who's got straight A's in high school, is the first. So these years, education is cumulative. we want got to make sure that you stay on track and do homework. and Make sure you get ahead. And what can happen is that a lot of kids are adrift. And a lot of kids are, frankly, depressed. And you want to give them hope. And in my opinion, if they recognize, wow, this whole two or four year college concept or the trades or the military is really an escape. It's really a a catapult into a a much more self-sufficient adulthood. All right, I'll pay attention to fourth and fifth and sixth grade, especially if I'm from low income, by the way. A lot of low income students just assume that, well, these fancy futures are not for me. No, there's tons of need-based aid available. Oh, you got to 2.3 2.3 GPA, you didn't pay any attention. Well, sorry, you're eligible, you're just not going to win any. Oh, you got yeah. a 16 ACT score, you mailed it in. Well, I mean, you're eligible, you're just not going to win any. So giving them a, a a clear path from where they are now to a really bright future is, is very motivational, and we try to do that.
0: So do you do that with the school, or is that something like as a parent, I can sign up for the online curriculum, get a membership or whatever it is? And, and have Chloe doing that, or how does that work?
1: As a family, you can order the exact same content. The prep courses, the middle school matters that more than 800 high schools in 27 states mm-hmm. receive. So the middle school matters,
0: I can just go on and yeah. I can sign up for it. And
1: 13 20-minute sessions, yours truly, in front of a screen, ESPN-like graphics, me trying nice. to figuratively jump through the screen and motivate these kids. Now, my guess is your child, Bud, it comes from your environment. I'm being very serious here. And they have this focus. They understand that you know, a two- or four-year college is kind of an assumed expectation. They're not going to get straight Cs in, in middle school. Not every child benefits from that kind of a home life. Mm-hmm. Well,
0: I think uh, my wife would agree um, that— She's a lucky a, woman. I've always a, said
1: she well. won the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> I need to have you take her out to lunch. <laughs>
0: but uh, but I, think, I, I think there's just a benefit, so I'll, I'll be checking that out. So how do people find out about on to college Onto College and middle school matters?
1: Ontocollege.com, O-N-T-O, college.com. If you are concerned about the cost of college, if you're assuming it's too expensive, it's about jumping your score, but it's also about understanding where the values are you could jump your score and then choose an $85,000 a year college it hasn't helped you a whole lot. Yeah. They'll let you in but yeah. You know, and they'll take your money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> or so give you a loan that you'll so be paying off for the rest of your life. You asked how we do this, how we help families and schools create 2 and 4 year college graduates with minimal debt. It's not just test preparation, it's also college counseling. So every year we update our books on uh, how to get in the your best fit college at the lowest cost. We show college counselors who are So valuable, so critical, and so overworked and underappreciated. Exactly what the latest iterations of scholarships are for colleges that their kids typically would be interested in. So they don't have to keep track of all that. They don't have to reinvent the wheel. We update that every year. So you can just see on grids, okay, if I jump my score two points, how is that going to lower the cost of my in-state, public, and private colleges?
0: Awesome. I love it. Uh, Well, Nick, I made it through that, hopefully not, not too bad. Hopefully oh, okay, DP's probably. not listening, um, <laughs> or hopefully DP doesn't see the the playback and and, and you know call me into the principal's mm-hmm. office next week. Uh, but no, John, I appreciate what you do for young people because you really have this passion to help them grow, to help them develop, and help them into life. And I think that's an important component of of what we're doing for our young people in the what I call 140 character world of tweets and that's what text messages used to be. Oh. Text message used to be 140 characters. And so, you know, the kids are into those things and, and the, what heard that what you're doing to help them. I've so.
1: heard that. If we could disinvent social media, be such a healthier population, especially below the age of twenty.
0: Excellent. So on to college dot com, O N T O college dot com. Mr. Baylor is a legend. So I'm going to ask you one question that was not pre-approved, but I'll be I'll be generic. Are you excited about the volleyball season and what's your optimism on the Husker season?
1: Oh, this is going to be a special team. We're going to have four freshmen on the floor most of the time, I think. It's a total overhaul. And we'll probably be picked second behind Wisconsin by the Big 10 coaches in the conference, but Coach Cook loves this stuff. We're not going to be preseason number one. We'll probably be number five in the country preseason. He loves that when he's the hunter, not the hunted. And this group is just on fire, and they're so passionate, and they have such a huge upside. He loves being able to mold these groups, and I think we're going to have reliable setting this year, which is huge.
0: I do not believe there is – a many I, I will say I don't think there are many more prepared, motivational coaches who bring a team together from start to finish like John Cook. No. I that was a golden hire and Someday we'll have to talk about that because I remember when that happened because I was at the U when that happened. Athletic so, Director Bill Byrne, he had three home run hires. He believed in Terry Pettit when yeah. Terry Pettit wanted to bring John Cook on. And if you read John's book, he talks about it, and it's it's just pretty cool. So uh, August 30th is going to be pretty awesome. Yeah,
1: ninety. Three 5,000 people um, uh, are going to be there. Bring your radios because you might be a long way from the floor.
0: Lopes up, baby. <laughs> Our lopers. My lopers are going to be That's in the, the state. It's a good thing for the state. Oh, it's yeah. huge. It's, a, it's a, for it's all the huge. state and, colleges. And think about volleyball. Now I'm going down the volleyball rabbit hole. I know we got to get the break, yeah. Nick. But no, the no, volleyball rabbit talking. hole. <laughs> think about the quality of volleyball in the state of Nebraska. University of Nebraska. Oh, yeah. Creighton University. Wayne State. Wayne State. Don't make me say UNK. that word. You just made me swear on the radio and say <laughs> that word. And the University of Nebraska at Kearney. Like, this state is
1: elite in Western collegiate volleyball. Western College. Juco, Western, Nebraska Western Nebraska Community Nebraska College. And uh, Scott's one won yeah. NAIA National Championships. So,
0: um, we're very blessed to have yep. excellent volleyball opportunities. So uh, this is John Baylor. Check him out on tocollege.com. college.com. And the Omaha Supernovas are undefeated. That's right. There you go. We have professional volleyball in Omaha now. So uh, and we are going to talk here in the next week or so about the volleyball night in Nebraska that I'm helping out with. With the you're Nebraska helping Grades out. Foundation, yes, nice. sir. So uh, we are pleased to have John Baylor here today. We appreciate it. Uh, we will be back on ninety three seven. The ticket.